Everybody and welcome to episode 163 of the Sounds Atlantic podcast. Well, six years ago to this day, Newfoundland and Labrador's beloved singer-songwriter Ron Hines succumbed to the demon cancer in a hospital in downtown St. John's. He was the son of St. John's they called Man of a Thousand Songs. For a long time, singer-songwriters from our easternmost province have enriched Canada's music scape. We can go all the way back to Mark Walker and follow through the years to men like Johnny Burt, the Bart of Prescott Street, John White, Roy Payne, Dick Nolan, Harry Hibbs, Bud Davidge, Harry Martin, Pamela Morgan, and Anita Best. That said, arguably the greatest singer-songwriter of them all was St. John's born and Fairland raised Ron Hines. In decades to come, Newfoundland and Labradorians will dream about Sonny and dance the St. John's Waltz. Now the city's official anthem, where he was born on December 7, 1950. When Ron left his world behind 65 years later, on November 19, 2015, it was though instinctively the lights in the provincial capital dimmed and then blackened across the city in tribute, as though to mourn his passing out of an immense sadness and respect. Today's podcast marks the passing six years ago of one of Atlantic Canada's finest composers. Indeed, as I've said for many years, one of Canada's singer-songwriter treasures. Following a several-year battle, Ron finally succumbed to throat cancer. A few days later, I assembled a tribute to this brilliant artist that was broadcast on Heritage Radio in Renfrew, Ontario, before Sounds Atlantic became this podcast about three years later. Rather than repeat this podcast, but wanting nonetheless to mark and celebrate Ron's passing, I've assembled the full range of songs I played on that original broadcast, as many of them were used to underlay portions of interviews I'd held with Ron over nearly two decades. If you've never heard of Ron Hines, by the end of this project, can conclude that you'd like to get to know both him and his music a little better, then you might want to roll back to Podcast 7, which is essentially the same broadcast I did following his death. While you won't hear the complete interviews here today, I've selected a few clips just to give you a feel for who this musical genius was. So do stay tuned. Stay right where you're to, and I'll be right back where you're at with all of this and more in a fingers. Now, just before we begin this series of wave over wave of songs from Ron's treasure chest, I thought I'd introduce him to those of you who may not know Ron Hines, especially if you're listening in to this podcast for the first time. Born in downtown St. John's, Newfoundland and Labrador on December 7th, 1950, Ron was raised in the southern shore historical town of Fairyland a colony originally founded as the capital of the English colony of Avalon by George Calvert, who was first Lord Baltimore in 1621. And Lord Baltimore is indeed the same man after whom the city of Baltimore, Maryland, in the United States was named a century later. 
Universally known for his Ode to His Uncle Sonny, a song he titled Sonny's Dream, which would go on to be recorded by well over 100 artists by Ron's last count, including Emmylou Harris in the United States, Christy Moore and Mary Black in Ireland, Valdi, Prairie Oyster, the Irish Descendants, countless Canadian artists. Sonny's Dream was named the 41st greatest Canadian song of all time on the 2005 CBC Radio 1 series titled 50 Tracks, the Canadian version. The Man of a Thousand Songs, as he would come to be known, would go on to receive an honorary doctorate from Memorial University, the largest university in Atlantic Canada, and a Lifetime Achievement Award from the Newfoundland and Labrador Folk Arts Society, an event I had the pleasure of witnessing a few years back. Well, having gotten his big start in the musical business, music business, by co-finding a uh, group in 1978 with his good friend and author, comedian, and one-time political candidate Greg Malone, the Wonderful Grand Band would become one of the most popular groups ever to perform in Newfoundland and Labrador. The group would soon capture the affection of Newfoundland and Labradorians on a subsequent television series. Following his stay with the Grand Band, Ron would go on to release eight solo albums, including his first, titled Discovery, which came about in 1972, and it was the first album ever to contain totally original music composed by a Newfoundland artist. By the end of his career, Ron would come to be widely regarded as one of Canada's premier songwriters, with a career spanning nearly four decades. Hein's songs are now woven into the fabric of Newfoundland and Labradorian culture. Over the years, he won buckets of awards from Newfoundland, Music Newfoundland, the East Coast Music Association, the Canadian Country Music Association, and SOCAN. And in addition, for other artistic achievements as an actor, a songwriter, Ron won a Genie Award for his song Secret Nation, which was a theme of a docudrama by that name that starred Brian Hennessy, Ron Hines in the CBC's 22 Minutes, Mary Walsh, Kathy Jones, and Rick Mercer. In addition, an independent tribute album entitled 1111, Newfoundland Women Sing the Songs of Ron and Connie Hines. It was released in 1997 and included music by some of the province's most acclaimed female artists, and I would say that Ron and Connie were well ahead of their time. And finally, Ron would later narrate two audiobooks, Hard Light, by acclaimed Newfoundland author Michael Crummy, and Death on the Ice by Cassie, Cassie Brown. Ron also performed in a number of films and television programs, including, in addition to A Secret Nation, The Part of Prescott Street, The Island Opry Show, The Lost Island Opry, Anchor Zone, and Dooley Gardens, The Best of Codco, and Hank Williams, The Show He Never Gave, a documentary directed by William McGillivray, also debuted at the Toronto International Film Festival in 2012. And with this, we begin a series of wave over wave of continuous music from Ron's album, starting with a track from his first solo album released in 1972 titled Discovery. And as I mentioned, it was the first ever album recorded by a Newfoundland artist to contain entirely original material. From Discovery, here is The Ballad of a Seeker. Always climb to the ridge of the mountain And he's walked to the edge of the sand Felt the rain in his face like a fountain Felt 
Ballad of a Seeker from Ron Hines' first solo album, and we'll now move on to a few renditions of his signature song, Sonny's Dream. Well, the last time I spoke with Ron, he claimed that Sonny had been recorded by well over 100 artists worldwide, so I thought it would be fun to listen to the first release of Sonny's Dream. It came from the wonderful grand band's debut album titled Root Cellar. And it's the song that first captured my imagination from Ron's work. Now, following this, I'm going to play a segment of a recording I made on my little phone while attending 
a performance given by Ron at a mall outside Sydney, Nova Scotia, during a session of the East Coast Music Awards. Now, I apologize for the quality of the sound here, but uh, I think it worthwhile to hear in his own words uh, how he recounted Sonny's dream and its migration to uh, the European side of the pond. And I'll follow this uh, with a version performed by Mary Black from Ireland and Emmylou Harris from America. Sonny lives on a farm on a wide open space could take off your sneakers and give up the race You could lay down your head by a sweet riverbed The sunny always remembers what it was his mama said And she said, oh sonny don't go away I am here alone And your daddy's a sailor who never comes home Silence goes on and I'm feeling so tired I'm not all that strong Sonny carries a load He is barely a man There ain't all that to do Still he does what he can And he watches the sea From a room by the stairs And the waves keep on rolling that for years Oh sonny don't go away I am here alone And your daddy's a sailor who never comes home And the nights get so long And the silence goes on And I'm feeling so tired I'm not all that strong hundred miles to town Sonny's never been there And he goes to the highway and stands there and stirs And the mail comes at four And the mailman is old And he still dreams his dreams Of silver and gold Oh Sonny, don't go away I am your daddy's a sailor who never comes home And the nights get so long And the silence goes on And I'm feeling so tired I'm not all that strong Oh, Sonny, don't wait I am here all alone And your daddy's a sailor Are you all ready? Hi, I'm Chris Andrews, and you're listening to Ron Moore, Sounds Atlantic. 
Sonny's world journey began in earnest when it was hijacked by a Scotsman who had turned up at the Rob Roy pub in St. John's. Now, since I recorded this with my little camera doing the ECMAs while Ron was at a mall in Sydney, Nova Scotia, <laughs> please forget the quality here, but it does provide a fine example of how Ron can not only tell a good story, but how Sonny's dream came to be recorded by so many artists the world over. Sonny's dream. Blind, you 
Because the real person, the first person singular, the mother in this tune, was based on my grandmother, Matilda O'Neill, and this was 1984. She was still very much alive in capacity of a man, thank you very much. Meanwhile, Hamish Sutter killed her up in another culture, 3,000 feckin' miles north of feckin' Atlantic. And I was also afraid she was going to hear this version of the song. She'd think, well, you know, someday that'll be my fate. I'll, I'll shed this mortal coil. I will move on to my great reward. He'll be here alone in the house, and I'll be haunting him from the feckin' grave, singing, Sonny, don't you feckin' go away? So, I, as you can understand, I was really upset by the whole thing, and so I dashed off a letter to the president of Warner Brothers right away, and I said, look, boy, you know, feck off, all right? So, now, forget how I worded it. I got a fax back right away. I said, oh, pick off yourself, Ron. You know what I mean, Ron. The fax had an accent. I said, we've done 340,000 units right out of the fucking gate, Ron. What do you want to do? Do you want to go to the fucking bank? Or do you want to go to the fucking court? You know what I mean, Ron. I said, 380,000 units. And he said, yes, boy. So I sent back a fax right away. I said, oh, Sonny, no. No, okay. And this version reflected the one that uh, was uh, hijacked. It's recorded by Mary Black, Dolores Kane, and Emmy Lou Harris. Honey, don't go away. I'm here all alone. Your daddy's a sailor, never comes home. Nights are so long, silence goes.
Well, that's a little bit of insight into Ron Hines' signature song, Sonny's Dream, which was inspired by his uncle Sonny Hines, who lived nearby Ron's family in Furland on the southern shore of the Avalon Peninsula, about an hour's drive out of St. John's. Now, Ron's first big commercial break came in the early 1990s when he was signed to a record deal by EMI Records. This was Ron's outcoming to the country as his songs and this album would garner commercial airplay across the country and uh, result in some of his first awards for excellence. You had to love the name of the, the title of the, the album, Crier's Paradise. I'm not sure if this harkens back to Roy Orbison, but I, uh, I, I certainly that was one of Ron's uh, vocal heroes. I can't remember, but uh, it's the place we all seek when we f- uh, fall into doom and gloom and heartbreak and seek refuge in a song. From Crier's Paradise, here are If I Left You Alone With My Heart, Man of a Thousand Songs, and Atlantic Blue, which I'll follow with some brief comments from Anita Best who sang this song at Ron's funeral and who would go on to record it on her album with Sandy Morris. If I Left You Alone With My Heart stands out in my mind as the first song that rekindled the admiration I had developed for Ron following Sonny's Dream, recorded several years earlier on the wonderful Grand Band album. Man of a Thousand Songs would become Ron Hines' moniker. And uh, that last song from his album, Atlantic Blue, was a tribute to all the sailors who lost their lives in the oil rig disaster, the Ocean Ranger, and when that sunk in, in a brutal storm in 1992. Atlantic Blue will remain as one of Ron's most powerful lyrics, I believe. Anita Best would sing this song at Ron's funeral, as I mentioned earlier, and would later record it in an album she did with uh, Sandy Morris. And... Uh, a uh, Sandy was also a good uh, friend of Ron's, good bandmate as well, one of the most accomplished uh, musicians, I think, on the island. If I left you with my could I fall asleep depending upon you to do your part? Could I drift off without worry somewhere out there in the dark? If I left you alone with my heart Oh, I've been up and down this highway I've seen twenty years go by like you'd see in the twinkling of an eye And I played every dive there is I heard every story told And I never questioned one man's reason why And I cover all the current hit parade Most nights I'm left Less than I get paid But could I drift off without worry Somewhere out there in the dark If I left you alone with my heart Now I may not get to breakfast Until early afternoon And that evening stretch weighs heavy on my mind When I hear that naked 
Enjoying the finest in acoustic roots music brought to you by artists from Newfoundland and Labrador and all of Atlantic Canada. He knows an old hotel where the desk clerk will 
Don't dream beyond his expectations But he got the strength down to achieve He got a friend in a backstage alley Got just a thing to make the night move along He's taken all requests As you might have guessed He's a man of a thousand songs Whoa, he's a man of a thousand songs Anita Best will offer some reflections. It was sometime after the actual event that he, he wrote the song. It it was, um, to me, it is the best song that it talks about that kind of loss, you know. Mm. It's, uh, it's so... Um, poignant uh, and and when when you sing it from from a female point of view we always heard ron singing it but when a female voice sings it you really get the sense of loss yes. uh, that that he captured in um, you know i hold the lives of his children in my hand yeah. uh, that kind of idea you get this the, the sense of total loss and and the enduring grief that comes about uh, when somebody you love dies like that, you know, um, unexpectedly and seemingly unnecessarily, you know, uh, it's, it's just, uh, it's a, it's an excellent song of grief. He, he was, he was at his best when writing about those kinds of things. Uh, that beautiful song he wrote for Gene McClelland yes. was just spectacular. I thought it was so Godspeed. And it, it, it just really encapsulates the entire mystery of that kind of death, you know. I was able to do that with just a few well-chosen words uh, and a, a poignant melody, and, and that's the case in both of these songs. In February 1992, while drilling well J-34 on a storm-ridden day in the Atlantic Ocean, the oil rig Ocean Ranger sank beneath the frigid sea. By the next morning, all that remained were a few buoys. Her entire complement of 84 workers was killed. Hardly an outport town throughout Newfoundland and Labrador was not affected by this staggering loss. While Gordon Lightfoot's Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald was a brilliant epic tale described in documentary fashion, Ron's Atlantic Blues perspective was a very personal one, expressed to the heart of someone who felt an immense personal loss. Could have been you could have been me. In fact, the Ocean Ranger is never mentioned in the lyrics. It was a song that reflected the enormous loss one feels from a horrific personal tragedy. Atlantic Blue will live on as one of Ron's masterpieces. What shade of memory never fades But lingers to eternity How dark is the light of day 
Sleepless eyes of mine survey As I do I lie blue My heart is as cold As you How is one heart chosen To never lie at peace How many moments remain Is there not one sweet release And who's a stranger at my door To haunt my dreams forevermore As I do at last My heart is as cold as you, as you. I lie awake in the morning as the waves wash on the sands. I hold my hurt. I hold the lives of his children in my hands And whose plea will receive no answer Whose cry is lost upon the wind Whose voice so familiar Whispers my name as the night comes in And whose wish never fails My vacant heart on Valentine's As I do Atlantic Blue My heart is as cold My heart is as cold My Now, just before we sample songs from Ron's next album, I'm going to play a segment from the first interview I ever conducted with Ron back in the late 1990s, when his solo career was beginning to take off. He was getting a fair bit of airplay back then on the country music stations and was beginning to develop a reputation as a country singer. But that's not how he saw himself. Here you are with a very successful debut country album, and yet, as my understanding is, that you do not like to describe yourself as a country singer. No, I'm a little uncomfortable with this. Why are you? Uh, because I perceive what's out there in the in the country music field, per se, and especially in the Canadian country music field, as being predominantly dominated by... Uh, Southern American culture, and that sits a little uncomfortably where when when I look at you know kind of who I am and where I come from, you know. Uh, so I'm not I'm not so willing to kind of buy into that and, and start calling myself a country singer 
because I don't, I don't reflect those values. My music doesn't reflect those values, and it doesn't reflect that kind of, uh, you know, cultural state of mind, if you will. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't really like, I, I don't like clone country, and I don't like to see the way that the Canadian country artists, as they, as they are very comfortable calling themselves, obviously, but kind of buy into that market. You know, I think we have a much more kind of a, a much broader landscape of song and experience up here to, that we could be drawing from. But you know, there it is. I mean, that's they choose to that to do that, and I don't. And there's the dividing line. So, uh, so you know, in, in that context, I, I choose to not call myself a country singer. You know, I, I'm not I'm not looking for success in that market, or you know, I'm not really looking for success in any market because there isn't a market out there for me. You know what I mean? There's only four, four formats in the country, and the only one that can comfortably cover an artist of my style or my background, or a lot of artists from this part of the world, is in country radio. That's where you're going to get your, you either get lip service or you, you will get full-fledged support. Now, in my case, I've always felt that I got full-fledged support from that genre, and I'm all, I've always been very grateful for it. But to call myself strictly a country singer is a bit of a, it's a bit of a pigeonhole for me because, I don't know, I, I think I'm a little larger than that. I want to quote something to you. Okay. Bear with me. You know, I think what I would like to do and what I would like to see other people do in this country is redefine the attitude towards Canadian country music and realize that we come from a cultural landscape that is 10,000 times as broad as the southern U.S. of A. We don't need to mimic that style. We have our own music, and it's unique from our part of the world. There's nobody in the world that sounds like Canada. There's nobody in the world that writes songs like we do. We're a regional country, but what unites us is the whole cultural style, the common soul, the Canadian soul. We forget that we possess something that's totally unique in this country, and that's our own cultural heritage. Yeah, I said that. I can't remember when I said that or to whom I may have said it. I say I believed it then, and I still believe that now. I say amen to you. Eh? Yeah. Years later, we'd return to the subject when he had this to say about his music. Ron, I remember the very first time that you and I chatted on, on the show here. You, you were in your home in St. John's. And I said, hey, gee, Ron, and then uh, there was space to the gale, and off came your hat. Off came your cowboy hat. Yeah. So, so you, you really became the man you are. I mean, you know, you're not a country singer. Uh, and uh, you know, I'm so, a county singer. Uh, yeah, I, you know, and that's you know, and that's that's a pretty true description, I think, of most of you know the singer-songwriters who uh, come up out of Maritime Canada. That's a, a more accurate description of them, because you grow up with country music, and you grow up with Irish music, and you grow up with uh, you know the local stuff, and uh, you grow up with your 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 radio heroes and stuff, and it's a it's a cross between. You're, you're Irish singer and you're a country singer. And for me, that's a county singer. Mm -hmm. What an inter interesting observation. Yeah. It, take the R out of country. Yeah, yeah, well, that's what you did. <laughs> take, the, take the Ron out of country and you're a county singer. You're listening to Ron Moore's Sounds Atlantic. I'm Fergus O'Byrne. I live in Newfoundland, I'm from Ireland, I sang with Ryan Spencer for many years, I'm still a working musician. I'm asking you to stay tuned right here for the finest in traditional music throughout Atlantic Canada, from small hamlets to the larger towns and cities here on Canada's east coast, and the wide world out there.
Now, four years later, in 1997, Ron released his second and last recording for EMI, Face to the Gale, a place every Newfoundlander and Labradorian would relate to, was a Chad Urshik production and a brilliant arrival in the folk scene of uh, one of Ron's most successful efforts. The album yielded a plethora of memorable songs, one of which became a memorial for the Lost Sailors and uh, one which, which, upon Ron's death, would become the Provincial Capital's theme song. From Face to the Gale, here are the St. John's Waltz and Final Breath from the score of Secret Nation, for which Ron, and, which Ron won a Genie Award. The harbor lights are gleaming And the evening's still and dark And the seagulls are all dreaming Seagull dreams on Amherst straw And the mist is slowly drifting As the storefront lights go dim And the moon is gently lifting as the last ships, the last ships coming in All the sailors got a story Some are true, some are false But they're always wrecked And they're up on a deck Dancing on the St. John's walls Oh, we've had our share of history We've seen nations come and go Seen battles rage over land and stage four hundred years or more for glory or for freedom or for country or for king or for money or fame, but there are no names on the graves where men lie sleeping. All the nine to five survive the day with the sigh and the dose of souls. And they're parking their cars and packing the bars and dancing the St. John's walls. They're always right, and they're up on the deck, and dancing the St. 
Samaritan at St. John's was Ooh, you make me live Whatever this world can give to me It's you, you're all I see Hi, I'm Geraldine Hollett from The Once, and you're listening to my lovely friend, Ron Morris, your host of Sound Atlantic. Oh, you're the best friend that I ever had. I've been with you such a long time. You're my sunshine, and I want you to know that my This is life and death. This is hard rock and water. Out here where the wind has turned and the towers are burning, there is no return. Out here between time and tide, between tears and elation, lies a secret nation. The prayer to which we say amen is written with a poison pen. Hey, yeah. This could be the final breath. This could be the final strife. One spark of light still shimmering Out here in the falling rain Who will fan the flame When the final days are numbering
I would imagine that being set adrift from a major label would be a shock to any singer-songwriter. But Ron was no ordinary singer-songwriter, and his hard-scrabble background from which grit and determination flowed would allow him to soldier on and seek support from within his own community. And so it was that Standing in Line in the Rain emerged with another flock of diverse and impactful lyrics and melodies. From Standing in Line in the Rain, here is She Never Will. Forgotten her, but I saw her today. Not five feet from where I sat at a sidewalk cafe. And though she didn't notice me, suddenly my heart stood still. These sad memories. Turn to me She never will We planned a marriage But I drove away Too overdressed I guess For my Chevrolet so pretty in the summer sun neath the sky so still these sad memories return to me she never will she never will after what I did to shame If we could get back there today I wouldn't feel the same way Sad memories return to claim Turn to cling to me. 
Hi, this is Larry Foley. You're listening to Sounds Atlantic. The lights of the town were just shutting down and sun. Well, that's the end of part one of this tribute to the late Ron Hines, who passed away in 2015, the night the lights went out in downtown St. John's. But don't go away. Part two is just a click away.